Welcome back to the Commission Casey podcast series. My name is Casey Simons. I'm the host of this series. Incredibly excited you've chosen to join me today. Going to take a few minutes to break down the MLB games that were played on 4 and April the 21st. So as always, we'll get cracking with some hitters and then we will move into the pitcher section of the show. All right, let's start with the hitters. Jorge Polanco, a player I actually was buying before the season started. I had a lot of interest in him given his draft price, which was more or less free. Uh, went four for six yesterday, two runs scored, an RBI, a stolen base. So Polanco's actually off to a slow start. Just a 212 batting average, no home run, seven RBIs, but has stolen two career ba- two bases already. His career high stolen base is only four. So maybe seeing a new career high in stolen bases. But the reality is this. Heading into 2020, we were expecting him to be a really, like a top 12 like type shortstop because in 2019, he hit 295 with 22 home runs, 79 RBIs. He's a career 200, uh, 276 hitter. He's had almost 2,000 at-bats in his career. So it isn't like this is a really small sample size. Jorge Blanco is a good player who I expect to hit around 276 to get to 20 home runs. Maybe set a career high in stolen bases. He's a player you want on your roster. He, and he is available in a ton of leagues considering how bad a start he's gotten off to when he already wasn't very wanted before. Let's stick in the same game, uh, that score fest out there in Oakland between the A's and the Twins, uh, Matt Olson. Matt Olson is a player who I wanted to buy last year. I thought uh, the power spike was there. In 2019, we had a 36 home runs and 127 game output. Then he was awful in 2020, like a lot of people. Well, he appears to be back to his 2019 ways right now because yesterday, three for five, two home runs, three RBIs on the season, 316 average, 394 on base, six homer, 15 RBI already. Yeah, I like Matt Olson. I Basically, to me, Matt Olson was kind of the power hitters people are chasing in, in maybe the, the 40 to 60 range, and you can get him further back in the draft. So Matt Olson has been terrific so far. From there, let's pivot over and look at some pitching performances. Let's get started with an ace on the hill, and that was Max Scherzer. Six innings, four hits, one walk, no earned, nine strikeouts. For those of you worried about Max Scherzer's 2020, he appears to put that baby to bed quickly on the season. Four starts, 1.80 ERA, 0.72 whip, 33 Ks in 25 innings. That's good. That'll work. Um, yeah, as I said, it, he was all over the board in terms of draft season. Some people had him as their fourth starter. Some people had him as low as, you know, somewhere in the teens. Love Max Scherzer. I, I, I just, he's been awesome for so long, and it looks like he's right back to form this year. Speaking of guys who I had trouble valuing during draft season personally was Ian Anderson of Atlanta. Of course, Ian Anderson had a great postseason run, but we have such a small sample size on him to know what is he really as a pitcher. Well, yesterday, in 19-degree wind chills, shut down the Yankees to 6.2 innings pitched, four hits but four walks, no earned runs, four Ks. So Ks weren't great yesterday, certainly too many walks yesterday, but it was brutal conditions out there. It was windy and chilly and everything. On the season, got 3.27 ERA, which is fine for the National League. 1.36 whip, a little high. Those walks have got to get down. 23 strikeouts in 22 innings. What I'm going to tell you four games in the season is, I don't know we've learned a lot. I don't know that he's going to be as good as he's in the postseason last year ever. However, I also don't have a wide set of data to tell me maybe he's not. I mean, it's really only been four starts. And some of these numbers are not terrible. 
So tough to have with Ian Anderson. If you drafted him, certainly as a hold at this point, I wouldn't be getting rid of him. If you uh, expected him to be more, he hasn't been so far. But again, we're so few starts in his big league career. I would continue to hold and, and be patient. And from there, I'm going to pivot from two really good games to two stinkers. Let's start with Alex Colomay in the closer ranks. Third blown save of the season. 1.2 innings. So what happened was he came in um, kind of when they were tied. They left him in after they had gone ahead, and he was awful. Four runs, but only one of them was earned. We had a throwing error by Luis Arise. Um, He only struck out one. The problem is this. On the season, 5.63 ERA, 1.63 whip. Minnesota is not hurting for closers. If he continues to pitch this way, it will not be long before he is not the closer in Minnesota. I would absolutely be looking to pick up Minnesota's other relievers because there is a chance one of them could be the closers early as the next time out. Third blown save, and we are not even out of April yet. That is not good. For a guy in Alex Colomay who's never had really overwhelming stuff as well. So speaking of really bad closing performances, Amir Garrett, yikes. Uh, I don't know if you're all watching this game last night. I actually caught the end of this game. Uh, they were He came in with a 3-0 lead. Subsequently lets two guys on base, uh, walks two batters, and then gives up an absolute bomb uh, to go out of the park, three-run home run. So his final line was .2 innings, <laughs> uh, one hit, two walks, three earned. It didn't strike out a batter. He was not good. He has now pitched six times this year. It was his first official blown save, but he's pitched six times this year. Four times he's given up at least one earned run. And five times he's given up at least one hit. That is not good for a quote-unquote closer. So again, like I said with Colome, I'm not convinced Amir Garrett is getting the next save opportunity. So I am looking to see if Lucas Sims is available on the waiver wire. He might be a guy I'm looking to acquire at this point. So those two save situations, Minnesota and Cincinnati, I think I personally expect those to be two good teams to have save opportunities. I would absolutely be looking to pick up the closers and waiting on those teams because the two closers for those teams right now have stunk. So that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on the web at www.commissioncasey.com. And we are on Twitter at commissioncasey. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you very, very soon.